Hi, welcome to Irrelevant, a podcast with Megan and John. I'm Megan. I'm John. And we're here today with our episode one to talk about our very favorite show, The Office. Because that is an irrelevant show, so let's talk about it. Okay, so I definitely have been an Office fan much longer than you have. That is true. There's no disputing that. No disputing that. So I found The Office uh, because at the time I worked in an office and I actually found the show very relevant to my life because I felt like I had some similar co-workers that were represented on the show and I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And when I showed it to my co-workers, they didn't think it was that funny. So it was kind of just my little secret. And uh, the way I kind of came into it was my lady here, (laughs) Megan, not long after we met, she was singing the praises of The Office. And I thought, I don't want to watch that stupid show that's based on office space that I have no interest in and there's no way I'll like any kind of modern day sitcom. And I gave it zero chance and she kept begging me to watch episodes that she tried to pull up on some janky japanese or chinese site tv links tv links (laughs) it was uk some illegal site to uh watch shows and um i resisted it and i think she tried to get me to watch one on there and then at some point this is what happened at some point yeah go ahead okay so you came over to my house and it was a wednesday and you had tuesday and wednesdays off so this was like your sunday to you but my wednesday was much busier than your day off so you came over and you wanted to hang out but i was just absolutely exhausted so i decided to occupy you so i could take a nap and that's when I put on the season one, season three. No, it was definitely season two. Okay, I put on one of the discs. Yes, this is discs. So this was the DVD season set of season two. So you can't say that I was like stealing the, the shows off no, of TV she did links. Own, she I did, did own them. Pay for them legitimately. I'm assuming she used TV links to sneak it while she was at work. I definitely did that. So she falls asleep and I'm watching The Office, which I had no interest in watching. And then I kept watching it and kept watching it. And it just kept going from episode to episode. And I couldn't wait for the next episode. And then it came to the end of the disc. And she was asleep in the middle of the night in an apartment that was not mine. With children sleeping in the next room over that were not mine, I started to rifle through... Is it rifle? I think so. Rifle through... My personal belongings. personal belongings, (laughs) looking for more discs of the office to no avail. So keep in mind that I was a single mom of two kids, working full-time many hours a week, and organization was not my strongest suit. So I still to this day have no idea where the other discs were or are or who owns them now. (laughs) I have never seen them either. Um, I know that I was so tired, but I couldn't wait to see the next thing, the next show. So at that point, I was hooked. So um, I went home. And I downloaded every single episode of The Office 
and I I don't even know if it was a word yet to binge watch, but I binge watched two seasons of The Office, and then my future wife and I got to we didn't watch it together. I think we commented on it over Instant Messenger while it was on yeah, the season Yahoo premiere of Flashback. season three, right? I'm I don't remember. Wait, which season ended with um, the kiss? I don't remember. Oh, boy. It might have been three seasons. Yeah, I think it was three seasons. Yeah, yeah, it was three. Uh, yeah, it was three seasons. I was watching the discs of season two, but I got all the way up through season three. Yeah. And it was the big, you know, um, what happened Pam after kiss. Jim and Pam. Yeah, Jim and Pam kiss. So I think I just said pan, which works <laughs> perfectly with the office. A nice stroke pan. Oh, wait. I'm combining two things. <laughs> All right. So so the office became, and I'll let her speak to this, but for me, it became what I'd put on when I had nothing else to do. I loved having it on in the background. Um, after um, anytime I was home alone, um, I and we'll get to this in another podcast, I do a lot of cleaning and um, I would love to have it on in the background, and I would just let it play one episode to the other. Um, I loved every single thing about that show. I think for me, it was like the first show that was just so genuinely funny. Like, um, you know, like sitcoms get have like laugh tracks, and like they tell you when to laugh and that kind of thing. But there's so many parts of The Office that if you don't catch it, you miss it, and like nobody's telling you that this is funny. So, like it takes like a certain amount of intelligence to you know watch it and and get a good laugh out of it. And I just I just found it hilarious. I found the characters to be so well written and believable and i felt like i knew them having worked in several offices i had no experience with offices but i instantly knew that that these people existed um at least when it first started it got a little crazy in the end in the last few seasons but initially it was pretty simple um and i could totally see that being real people and that's what i think i liked about it the most um, I'm trying to think of more more fun things to talk about. When well, it comes to I'll tell you my favorite episode. Oh yes, is um you might not guess this one, but my favorite episode will always be Goodbye Toby, because it was it aired the day our son was born, which was May fifteenth, two thousand eight. And I don't, I know you remember because I remind you all the time, but yep. NBC was selling t-shirts with the date 5-15-08 on it. And it said, goodbye, Toby. And we didn't get one. And that's like one of my biggest regrets in and life. She holds it against me to this day. Because <laughs> you were like, why do we need $20 on a t-shirt? We just had a baby. And you were probably right. And I probably would have lost the t-shirt. So It'd be it, long gone it by just now. lives in my mind. Yeah. But um so we went to the hospital to have um, our son, and he, uh, I, I think it was a little more draining on me than I thought because I was like, oh, we can always catch the office when we get to the hospital or when we're in the hospital, like after we have the baby, and you put it on. And I was like, I can't watch this. I'm so exhausted. I basically just got cut in half and had this like ginormous child because he was almost 11 pounds removed from my body and I was just 
drained. So I didn't get to watch Goodbye Toby in the hospital because I was just, it was just too much at the time. But I'll always remember that as my favorite episode. Well, my big, the big memory I have is at the point, at one point, we decided to get your mother into the office. And the first thing we did okay. was we put on... No, I think we should talk about this episode separately. Well, the, okay. But the first episode okay, we ahead, watched, we watched with her. We were like, you have to see this episode. It's incredible. It's the most awkward thing. And, and is, I'll get into that. It is the most moving it, episode of the It was dinner office. party. And... We'll talk about that separately in a moment, but we she we, we showed her that and and we were telling her about the office. And we're like, you know what? Forget it. Let's just start it from the beginning. And over the course of a week, it might have been longer, but let's say a week, we played every single episode of The Office for your mother, and she got into it. And it was really fun rewatching all the episodes with someone who hasn't seen it before. Definitely. Um. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, to talk about dinner party as being a kind of a traumatic episode, I would call it. I have like very deep emotional feelings about that because number one, this was my favorite show and it went off the air because there was a writer's strike at the time. And then that was the last show that was like, they had filmed the last show before dinner party. So we had waited all this time for office episodes to come back and in the meantime of the writer strike there was just garbage television it was just reality show yep. i think it was the like the it's american gladiators the and, apex yeah. of marrying people sight unseen <laughs> and you know locking people in things and yeah it was just just at, like don't get me wrong i love a good garbage reality television show i'm not knocking that at all it just isn't the same quality as the office so uh we waited all this time for the office to come back and then it comes back with dinner party which is the most awkward office episode i've ever seen like you just cringe the whole time it's almost like you're there yeah we probably watched it we, I think we took a break after we first saw it and looked at each other and was like, oh, my God, what, what did we, we just, just see? Watch? Yeah. And then I think we rewatched it several times. And, yeah. and even today, we'll put it on every once in a while. In fact, there was an article I read recently that I'm not sure where it was. I'm sure you can Google it. But where there, people from the cast were talking about the filming of it. And it was really super interesting to hear all the little things that went on behind the scenes. But yeah, after that long wait of waiting for new shows, cause that was a really good season and for it to suddenly stop in the middle. I mean, they hit it out of the park, bringing it in with dinner party. Cause that show was just incredibly terribly good. Um, so, you know, after that, I mean, we didn't know, you know, where was it going to go? And, you know, my, my, my favorite takeaway from Dinner Party is That One Night by Hunter. Yes. I think that song plays in my head uh, at least weekly, if not mm-hmm. like every other day. I'll find myself humming it. Yeah. I I like just the uncomfortableness of like Jan leaning on the stereo, listening to it. And you know what that song is about. And you're just like, so God so many emotions yeah so that's my my biggest takeaway from from dinner party is that one night and yeah. i really like songs like i really like 
5,000 candles in the wind from Parks and Rec. So I, which who knows? Well, maybe we'll have another episode about Parks and Rec. We should. Um, I know, um, you know, it was, it's, it was, I'd say it's one of the only shows that we were guaranteed. I mean, there were, we had shows, but it was one of the only shows that we were guaranteed to be in front of the television at, at the time of a play. Even if we DVR'd it, we would make sure we watched it as close to live as we could. Um, and, you know, eventually, and we have mixed feelings in the house. I, I used to be the one that probably knew the most about The Office for a while. Um, because I had watched it so much, but m- our daughter, yes. Mary, um, ha- literally watches it nonstop. <laughs> I, I, she's definitely watched it way more than we could ever watch it in a lifetime. Um, she's probably going to be really mad that we recorded this without her because she wanted to guest star on it. But um, yeah, she has watched it. She's 17 now, and she's been watching it since she was probably like 13 or 14, and she watches it so much. And then there are times when you're like, oh, I'm wearing a shirt the same color as Michael's in that one episode. And she'll correct you and be like, no, it's this other episode. And you're like, what? she'll She'll know the episode. She'll know yeah. exactly what happened. She's, yeah. she's got it down pretty pat. We just recently took her on a tour of filming locations, which was really fun. That was really fun because we live like pretty close within an hour's drive of like the actual outside of the office we saw we saw jim and pam's house mm-hmm. we saw the church where phyllis, phyllis and bob and, got yeah. married <laughs> we saw the church where, <laughs> where jim and pam got married um, oh like, the bar oh we went to um, poor richards which is another bar i don't remember the name but they were so friendly and even in a pandemic they let us come in and take pictures real quick and that was really generous of them. So you should definitely look them up and go visit them if you're in L.A. County or I think it's close to Ventura County. Yeah, they were super nice. I mean, I didn't go in, but I was in the parking lot, which was in the uh, was in the show as well. So, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, when it as it went on later seasons, I got a little more out of it. We still watched it. I don't think I, I think I've seen every episode, but I was it wasn't as shows go on. They typically get different, but it never got bad. Um, I think it evolved from like a it show. Got, it got more silly, which I think yeah. is what kind of um, I wasn't as happy with. the. And after Michael left, I think it really kind of it, it didn't re- to me. It really didn't find its place without but Michael. There are like some some like like I appreciate D'Angelo's role in there. I think we do fake juggling in this house all the time. Yeah. Anytime that song but by that, Evanescence I mean, yeah, that comes was a on. Guest, a guest appearance. But um, yeah, I, I kind of wish he had stayed. But. I love Nellie. Like she was amazing. I, I know it got silly, but I think that when you're doing a show about regular people for that long you, you have start to, to run out yeah, of regular exactly situations. regular people just aren't that interesting yeah that's why reality is not as big of a thing anymore so you know i, I think we definitely near the end of the office we started to get nostalgic about it um you know a little more and and it was it was a nice you know finale and um i think the office in our house is a regular go to sleep show in fact, I think we went to sleep to it last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we we're going through it. You know, we may not catch every episode because we literally let it play while we sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if we wake up in the middle of the night, we hit continue on Netflix um, and, and let it go. So, you know, it's it's a big part. I mean, it basically ex- has ex- it's it's kind of a 
It was the beginning of our relationship. Definitely. It's something that was... I think was, it's something we bonded over. What do they call it? A tentpole moment or I whatever? Uh, it's uh, definitely something that we bonded over um, that brought us closer together, I think, because once you were hooked, then well, we it kind of I, I believe it, it kind of made me, um, you know, how do I put it? I had no, no inkling that there's any chance that I would like a show like that, and I didn't even give it a chance. And it wasn't until you forced me into it that I realized that, yeah, the show's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, it, if she, if she says you should watch this pretty, I, I can't think of a time that I haven't watched it. So um, you got me there. Um, I think it's just one of those things that has always been in our relationship and there's not like a lot of things like that so it seems weird that we're doing our very first episode on a tv show that's been off the air for quite some time but um it's it's such an integral part of our relationship yeah. that like what else could we have done our first episode on yeah it makes sense uh, I, I mean it was the first thing that came to my head when we were thinking of topics yeah when you said it i was like why and then i was like oh yeah it's always been there yeah yeah since before we were an item so that's all I can think of for the Office episode of Irrelevant. Well, that was a good first episode. Do you have anything else? Um, No, I think we're all good. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to Irrelevant with Megan and John. And if, if you want to engage with us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at Irrelevant with Megan and John. Thanks so much. Thanks.